Are you there, Connor? Oh. Hey. Finally can you hear you. me? Yeah, I can hear you this time. I think you Bluetooth to the truck, to be honest with you. I had Bluetooth still on. I forgot it. I think it Bluetooth straight to the truck. <clears throat> How's it going? How's oh. your trip? Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I never seen so much traffic in all my life. I never or looking for a gas station, and I've been able to find it. Uh, did you make any profit off of it? Well, we won't discuss that right now. It was bid for the Rogue, and you know the Rogue went. Uh, the air conditioner went out on the Rogue, so we had to drive the big truck. And of course, it wasn't bidded for that, so it was bid yeah. for, for the Rogue. So we uh, we either broke even or made just a little less than what we spent. But you know, it's, it wasn't bad. I had to take it anyway. I'm done, I'm done made the bid and I couldn't cancel. So it is what it is. Learning experience. Anyway, well, hopefully you got a good review. Yeah. How, how's your week going? It's been pretty good. I graduated from A school and I should start C school on Wednesday. Awesome. Yeah, it's just law enforcement training. I'll be getting more law enforcement training. I thought Caleb would be here, uh, but he's not. He's out on the town, I reckon. So I guess so. Last night of freedom. His last night of freedom, yeah. <laughs> yep. Seriously is his last night of freedom. Uh, <clears throat> so how, did you see the thing this week with the aliens? I reckon aliens are real. I didn't watch it, but I I've heard people talk about it. Yeah, I heard that the um that there was an investigation going on and they said <laughs> that crashed with a spaceship or a uh, UFO of some sort. So, yeah, it's crazy. That's what they're saying. They had the congressional hearing, but of course, there's a whistleblower. And the bad thing about this go ahead. I think it has something to do with uh, trying to keep us away from um, what's going on, what's truly going on. There's a lot of um, MK Ultra going on right now, and it's pretty obvious between uh, the senator of freezing mid-speech and, you know, other reporters freezing mid-speech and it's just crazy how keep freezing up. It's like, I has a lot of MK Ultra mind control going on and it's very obvious. Yeah, you see those handlers out there everywhere. Uh, well, that was one of the things. You know, it, it, it's not real disclosure. Of course, they're coming out and all the media is running with it, but Hey, it's aliens are real. We have them, and we have their uh, their spacecraft in our possession. As much as a conspiracy theorist I am, as much as I'd love to believe that, I seen something when I was a kid, like four or five years old, and I just don't see us shooting that thing down and us having control of whatever technology that was, because it was something that was just blowed my ever loving mind, and that of my dad and uh, a family member. So. But it's never someone that said, "Okay, here it is. This is who, this is who I am. This is what we have. Here's the documentation. Here's the evidence." It's never anything like that. It's all these whistleblowers. You know, they're not Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden was a real whistleblower. He came out with evidence, and they wanted to probably wanted to kill him for it. And he ran off to Russia. He was a real yep. whistleblower. This guy here. He's like, okay, somebody told me that this is what is going on. That's secondhand information. You can't, you know, so if you're a cop and you're out there on your beat, okay, and someone comes up to you and says, hey, I don't know this personally, but I heard from a friend who told me this uh, suspicious activity was going on. You know, do you take that with a grain of salt or do you just overlook it or whatever. Because if you don't have burden of proof, if you don't have any evidence, what kind of case do you have, right? There's no case. You'd have to write a report. Uh, you'd have to write a report. And um, if whether we had to go to our uh, captain, CEO, and request for a warrant to investigate further, or, you know, everything is um, everything's in the hands of 
So it's like if somebody did, it just depends on how how serious it is. Now, if somebody's like, oh, this person's picking or something like that, that's something that we would take into consideration, and we definitely look more into it. But yeah, like you said, there had evidence or some side, uh, you know, the CEO would have to give us permission to look into it further. We can't just go off and do our own thing. See, that's what this is. This is just all smoke and mirrors. It's covering up for something. I don't know what it's covering up for, but it's very, very odd. It's very odd. Also, did you get your retina scan this week? The scan? Yeah. Did you, did you did somebody come around with to you with a big orb and get your retina scan so you can get $20 of free world coin? No. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah. Well, it's a thing that's going around. They're coming around and scanning everybody's retina. You get $20 free world coin. It's supposed to be the next new cryptocurrency coming out. They want it to be the um, world currency. I reckon. I don't know. But here's what it is. I don't, I don't support a world, uh, a one world currency. Yeah. I don't support that. No. Hey, if the government has control then that's um, they're going to take away the your right to purchase items that you want to purchase and how much you can purchase and eventually they're going to put a lot of regulations on the things to where you know, oh man, we're just getting bare minimum so my family can it's almost sounds like a socialist idea in my opinion well with Very... inflation prices it's about already regulated what, what you buy your family I mean just the way it is how expensive things are. But, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I don't see me getting my retina scanned anytime soon. It's like the whole COVID vaccine. Get the vaccine, get one. Like, it's just, it's bribery. That's what they're doing. I wonder who's all lining up for the all the free tacos and donuts right now. You know, lifetime supply or year supply or three year supply of donuts, one donut a day. Or if they really got those. For what, Krispy Kreme? Yeah, remember all during all the COVID vaccines, they were saying, hey, you know, show us proof that you got your COVID vaccine. And you can get a free donut for a year, every day for a year. Or, you know, get a free sandwich <laughs> every day for a year or, or one free drink every day for a year. Yeah, it's bribery. That's what they're doing. I it's it's contracts with the government. The government's corporations, and they're uh, using the corporations' uh, goods as a um, as a way to promote, as a way to um, get these go out and get the vaccine. Because, like you said, not only is the vaccine, they're also getting some sort of what you would call a reward for getting it. Would the reward not be the vaccine itself? You know what I mean? If if, it, if the vaccine is not the reward, then why even take it? Right? Exactly. Well, I don't think it's the government. I think it's BlackRock and Vanguard. They own everything. They own. If you look at every company out there, every corporation, you wonder how can they do that? You know, how can, uh, you know, Dunkin' Donuts give away a free donut every day for a year when, uh, when the uh, uh, Pfizer vaccine is, you know, is the one you're pushing. Yeah. And companies are totally unrelated, but I guarantee if you look at them closely, you'll find that a major percentage of their stock is probably owned by either BlackRock or Vanguard. And that's how, you know, they kind of intertwine and own everything. They're like two big behemoths. They were, actually, it's brilliant, and that's exactly the way I wanted to build my holding company. I just... I ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, you would, and you had to have the right promotion as well. You had to, you know, like you said, Dunkin' Donuts is a big company. You know, them doing something like that is, um, it's not only going to help themselves because, you know, if somebody's going to come and get a free donut, they're not just going to get a free donut. You know what I mean? They're going to get a coffee. They're going to get multiple donuts. You know what I mean? So it's good marketing. Don't get me wrong, but like I said, there has to be something. Out of the background. Yeah, yeah, I agree. How long do you have? No, you don't have long. You have to get to uh, 
what you call muster. Oh, I, that's a 2100. I was watching this new thing the other day I'd never seen before. And they were talking about Conor McGregor and how much he had changed. What do you think about that? Well, watching The Ultimate Fighter, it looks like he's slimming down a little bit like he's trying to because he was supposed to fight Michael Chandler after The Ultimate Fighter, but he didn't hop back into the USA testing pool. It looks like he's um, trying to call out Justin Gaethje right now, but, you know, you can't really go with anything Conor McGregor says because he just – it's one guy after the other, you know what I mean? He's, he's monkey branching. He doesn't know who he wants to fight because he doesn't know, you know, if he's actually going to return. I don't think – I think if he returns, he's probably going to lose. It doesn't matter who he's fighting. As long as it's somebody in the top five, I, he, he's not beating anybody in the top five. I don't know if it was Joe Rogan, but I'm thinking said that there's never been a fighter that has recovered and went back to the octagon with a break as bad as what Connors was. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Anderson Silva, after after Anderson Silva broke his, his leg against Chris Weidman – he came back and he, I mean, he lost the fight again, right? He lost the first fight. He lost the second fight due to the leg break. You know, Anderson Silva never looked the same after that fight. And I agree. Like, injuries like that, that's that's life. That's life-changing. Not only towards your confidence, but, you know, your, your, whole, your whole demeanor has been broken like that before. You know, what, what's your mindset going to be? You plan to go back to war, but you've been broken, right? Worried about being broken again because you know how bad that hurts. It's like Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson was the toughest fighter until he lost to Justin Gaethje, and then after that, after that beating he got from Justin Gaethje, it was it was game changing. Tony Ferguson never looked, and it's like you you go from being one of the toughest fighters in the sport to barely throwing any punches to anymore it's just I feel like an injury like that's life changing and definitely changing for him and sort of like MMA where age does matter you know it's not like basketball you can keep playing basketball till you're what until you make so much money you don't want to do it no more MMA you know you're you actually you got to be young you know what I mean the older you are the harder it is for you to take a punch, you know, a hard punch puts you out. You're going to be slow. You're going to be stiff. You're going to be stuck in my lap. Not going to look the same. I have to agree with that. Uh, the older you get, the slower you get. Your joints hurt. You get stiff. You get achy. I notice now where I've drugged so much milk and stuff like that, it's hard for me to even throw an apple or baseball, or anything like that. It's hard for me to throw. You can't throw like I used to. Well, something's wrong with my rotator cuff. And it's about guarantee that's what it is from from, from my job. Yeah, but I, I can understand that. <clears throat> but now... So, so what's your plans with the, um, with the job? Are you planning to stay there, or... Well, we shall see. That's private stuff. We ain't going to discuss that on a podcast. But anyway, uh, what do you think about this whole Titanic thing? Well, I think it is a cover-up. I think, um, like I said, there's there's a bunch of stuff going on at the time. And I think the, uh, the submarine, you know, I think it was just a good distraction. It's like anything. I think any big anymore. Well, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on with Iran. A lot of things going on with Iraq. A lot of things going on with Japan and China and North Korea. And Joe Biden curing cancer. Yeah, I know. It's, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, right? Okay, in the White House? <laughs> no, no. You, did you watch the speech where Joe Biden said he cured cancer? It is obvious, you know. He's... Yeah, it's... I don't know what's going on anymore. The world's the world's crazy. It's been crazy for a while. He's probably got himself confused with that Republican guy running for for a president. Oh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, he really did create a vaccine against cancer, did he? 
Yeah, well, I don't know if it was towards cancer, but it was definitely towards a um a a, a, a deadly disease towards children. You know, he um a lot of children died to this disease. I believe he he um he built a compound to to where it will uh, heal the children. So, and he he's he's made he saved a lot of lives doing this. And, and like and like he's he's a new runner, you know what I mean? He's not like Trump. He's not been president before. He's not like Biden, who's been a uh, professional politician his whole career and who's lied his way through everything. You know what I mean? He's he's smart. He he's a, and he he's living. You know he's um he's running off of his own wages. The only reason why he's taking donors is so he can actually be in the primary. You have to have so much money do- donated before you can actually be put in the primary. And um, that's the only reason why he's taking money, it seems like. Uh, I've been watching a lot of his speeches recently. He he supports um, bringing our troops home. He supports using our troops to defend the border. I, I'm actually – I'm not saying he, you know, I'm going to vote for him, but he, he's a good candidate. That's for sure. Yeah, he's getting, he's growing on my interest, too. The thing is, I think it's all a dog and pony show. I think there's no election anymore. I think they put in there whoever they want, whoever's going to go along with their agenda. <clears throat> and I think that whoever goes along with it, you know, that's who they put in there. But that's just my opinion. But anything thing going down, if those people really died, I, I, my heart goes out to them. My sympathy goes out to them. You know, I'm, I'm sure you know, maybe people really did die on that submarine. But at the same time, there's so much controversy about this sub, or, or about the the Titanic with the federal with the creation of the Federal Reserve. You know, if that thing, if it's rumored true that Morgan had it torpedoed out there and blowed up in the middle of the ocean. Why on earth would they ever want uh, a real sub with real people going down there and seeing what really happened to that to the Titanic instead of uh, you know? I mean, how can they ever cover it up? If you if you let people just anybody go down there and look at it and see, hey, maybe this thing didn't hit an iceberg. Looks like it was blown up by a torpedo. Uh, how would you ever cover that up? How would you ever stop that? Then people would start looking at this and looking at that, and next thing you know, follow the money. You know, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's real. It's just, it's just. I don't know what the military is the one who you know who actually thought like, hey, let's um, let's shoot down the submarine. Let let's um, let's stop them from seeing what to leave like maybe it was a tourist group that you know it did implode because of a certain depth you know it, home depot goods you know what i mean it's not like it was a I, navy submarines don't even go that deep right it's it's been proven that navy submarines only go you know and going going that deep um it's a risk in its own I'm not sure what sunk this, you know, sunk the Titanic. I I can't can't get my opinion. I never really looked into it, but you know, if it if I, um buy an iceberg, then yeah, I think somebody's gonna want to keep that hidden, right? Right. I don't know either. I've never looked at it. I've never went down there to it. Sure, he thought that you know it's impossible, but uh, you know, my grandpa, my great grandpa, said when I was a little boy, he said, you know, men think smart. They built the ship on the kid and said God himself couldn't stand from the first trial <laughs> on his first voyage in sun. And he laughed and talked about it. You know, he, he laughed about man's foolishness. Yeah, you never want to tempt God. God will. God has power, that's for sure. He will. He will eventually. But what are you doing there? You sound like you're filing papers. No. Just, uh, I'm fixing. I have a lock on my table. I was just putting it back onto my, uh, my drawer. Anyway, the um, 
Have you seen what's going on with the the fires in Canada? Don't you think that's crazy? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'll tell you what's even Wait. crazier. Going through Pennsylvania, it was so doggone hazy. It was almost like fog at times. Probably smoke. And, and what about what do you what do you think what's going on with the uh, um, the Arctic right now? You know the um, Antarctica. What do you think is going on over there? I heard that they're uh, uh, they're worried that there's a lot of parasites over there. That eventually, if the ice does melt, there's going to be come and uh, we won't have cures for it. Well, that's what they've said for a long time that they were afraid that uh, uh, that the ice had frozen uh, viruses in it and bacteria that, that we don't have cures for now or that we're no longer immune to. They've said that ever, ever since I was a little kid. You know, it is what it is, you know. But, you know, look, they just got a Russian, not a Russian, a Chinese lab right here in the United States just a few days ago busted it. It was uh, doing experiments with HIV and, and mice and everything else. And, you know, they were, it was an abandoned factory and they were in there with a Chinese lab making all kinds of deadly crap to spread around here. So, be, yeah, yeah. Where do you think the COVID vaccine came from? Or not the COVID vaccine, where do you think COVID came from? I mean, it's obvious that it came from a lab in, in China. You know, it's, it's they're not even hiding it. They, they've not even denied it. You know, Trump made a lot of those claims, and they've never even came out. And, no, no, we've, we would never do the such. It, it's going to be a war, but people don't understand. It's not going to be troops on ground. There's not going to be a troops on ground war with America. There's no way. Well, there's definitely going to be a war. There's never been a rising power come up against a supreme power, and there not be a – while that supreme power it was declining, and we are declining if we've not already declined. And so there's going to be a war. China is – China and Australia and those places like that where they have extreme control over the people, is the number one, uh, you know, they're, they're the, what do you call it? They're the prodigy of the New World Order. That's what they want. If they can make it go there, then they start like places like Australia. They're isolated, then they move to places like in Europe and start, you know, implementing their, their stuff there throughout the UK. It's just, if you look how COVID went, you know, it started in China, supreme lockdown. They've done this, they've done that. Okay, now let's go to Australia. Let's do the same thing there. Then let's, you know, jump over to Europe and, you know, with the United, with the United Kingdom and start going through those countries and doing the same things. Um, then it trickled on down to here. And I'm surprised it went as far here as what it did. But, you know, look at the United States when they were up and coming. Britain was the world power. What happened? We went to war. Spain was the world power. England starts coming up. What happens? They go to war with Spain. France starts coming up. They were the world power. What they did, they go to war with England. You know, England kind yep. of ruled the world for a lot there. But every time throughout history, anytime there's been an opposing power come up as an, as an empire was dec in decline, happened with the Romans all the way back through history, they always go, go to war. And Both the states and China... I, even Russia, they're all in decline. Russia's they're going broke, severely broke with this uh, war in Ukraine. They've been broke for a while. They've been broke since the Cold War. Don't get me wrong. But um, the people in Russia, they're broke. Their population is mostly elderly. Um, they're having a, a population crisis. It's not because there's just not enough people to take over from the elderly for working. Um, I'm not saying they want to enslave other countries and have them work for them, but they don't have. Um, they said they don't there's have eight girls to one guy. I mean, there's eight guys to one girl. They're having yep. competitions over there, like games and, and events and stuff, where people get to, you know, perform and do things just to try to get a date with a girl. Crazy. There's there's that, and and like I said, most of their population is elderly. So it, it, there's nobody take over the workforce but young children, and that's the reason why they've had such a a 
a child uh, labor uh, problem. They've had a child labor problem for centuries. That's because they, um, they're just able to repopulate properly and, and like you said the females they they wanted to abort females and um, only raise male children and they, they look at america and yeah america is not at the strongest point of its history that, that's for sure we we've elected we've elected some wrong people in the past and we've also you know the people super separated at the moment and uh, but eventually somebody's gonna have to step up and and stop other countries from uh stepping on us like China, I, I have a Taiwan here soon, and um, I'm not saying America should step in for something like that, but eventually, you know, they're gonna they're gonna own, and um, I don't think it's gonna be a boots on ground war. I think it's gonna be a much colder. That's for sure. Well, I think it'll be bombs falling. So I think it'll be. Oh, one hundred percent. And bombs are flying. Oh, you can't you can't invade America, right? And you can't invade China. Where are we gonna fight? Correct. It, we're not gonna fight on the sea. America has the largest navy in the world. We have the strongest navy in the world. There's no way we're gonna fight a sea-based war. So we would just dominate that. Maybe with all those islands they built up over there, they said those are basically aircraft carriers. All those islands they fortified. Out there in the sea, that would be a that'd be hard to conquer. But well, their mountain ranges make it impossible to invade them by land. And flew planes over and dropped tanks on the ground. Right? I mean, it'd be very hard for our troops to get to those tanks. And there'd be nowhere for the tanks to go. It's all hills. You talking about Taiwan? Uh, talking about. China and Japan, it's it's all surrounded by um, by mountains. Taiwan is too, I reckon. They say it's next to them. Yeah, but I don't know what's going to happen. The best, I think we need to uh, elect a strong leader. You know, I look at North Korea ever since um, Biden's been elected. You know, they, they started shooting missiles again, right? Trump's the one who stopped that. Trump's the one who brought our troops home from Iran. You know, he brought them home from Afghanistan. Trump's the one who who kept our country our country out of war. And here comes Biden, sending millions of dollars over to Ukraine. Ukraine's not done anything for us, and we're just using our hard earned tax money. And uh, instead of filling up our military, we're we're sending our tanks over. We're sending our uh, planes over. We're sending our ammunition over to a country that's never going to help support us if we ever go to war. They can't even afford to support themselves in a war. How are they going to support us? And um, I have a feeling that a lot of this stuff is going to backfire. Uh, Obama, he spent, he probably spent the most out of any president ever in history. And, um, you know, Trump, Trump also spent a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. He spent a lot of money. It was unprecedented times as well. You know, we've never experienced a big, um, We've not experienced a big virus like this besides like the uh, – it's been a while. Chickenpox, AIDS epidemic, I mean. Uh, but besides those, um, but back to the spending-wise, he's been spending a lot of money. And I feel like the, the money he's spending is not going to the right places. That's for sure. It's – it's uh... It's easy to look at this president and the last president, but I promise, as long as I can remember, each president has outspent the other by triple, if not more. I don't know for sure if it's triple, but each president has complained about the spending of the former president when being elected. And then once they got in there, they spent just as much, if not more. I'm sure most of them spent more. But there's a reason for that. You understand the Federal Reserve Banking. You understand why they have to spend more. They have to spend more money because if they don't spend money, it all collapses. They have to raise it and they have to spend all the cash they can because that money's got to circulate. If it ever stops, we're all done. That money's got to flow. I, I think it's been the money 
but but we're not sitting in the right places, right? We 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 shut down the the um the pipeline in America. All of our all of our oil is coming from out of the country. Um, there's a bunch of regulations on uh, farming. A lot of these uh, uh big states like California and um, Idaho and a lot of these other states that have like a lot of uh, farming culture, a lot of uh, good agriculture for farming and all this kind of stuff. They, they they've been um, they've been restricted to certain you know to certain limits, and um, a lot of our produce is coming from out of um, out of the U.S. We're spending a lot of money on uh, batteries. We're spending a lot of money on uh, technology from other countries as well. And um, I think Vivek Ramaswamy, I feel like he's the best candidate. Uh, sending all of our money to other countries and you know putting our money back into the people. And that's what we need to do. Like the money that we're spending, why are we not spending it to industries in America? Why are we not spending this money to open up, um, to, to close our borders? Why are we not spending this money um, to build up a better infrastructure? Uh, a lot of these um, schools need rebuilt. You know, there's a lot, of, um, a lot of places in the military, like military bases that need more money. And it's like, why are we sending all of our money to these other countries, sending all of our money to these other countries and them? You know, profiting off of America when we should be uh, using American American tax dollars on America. And um, back to the border crisis, right? We we've seen an inflation of um, uh, people coming across the border illegally since this uh, president's been elected. We've we've seen an increase of sex trafficking. Um, and um, I think it's time to put our military on the border. What do you think? Do you think we should on the border? Yes and no. I'm I'm kind of for open borders. But I want it legally done. Not illegally done. If if you know what I mean. I I'm not for okay. You you grew up in town. I grew up on a farm. Why do you put a fence in? Keep the wolves out? No, you put a fence up to keep the cattle in. And that's my entire mindset. I'm, yeah, I know there's bad things that come across that border. Yeah, I know there's been rumors of Chinese and Russian soldiers infiltrating through our southern border, other along with gangs and drugs and everything else. I'm, and sex trafficking and all that stuff is terrible. But If you're a parent and you're trying to say this God forbid, God forbid, say we get attacked from both Russia and China and they start dropping nukes on us or whatever else. And they get through. They get through our defense systems. And those bombs actually hit and go off. And you gotta get your family below the equator to uh, protect them from radiation and all that kind of stuff. And so that you can grow food and everything else and take care of your family. Do you want to risk tra- traversing thousands of miles and get down there and have a big walled up border wall there to keep you from getting through this to get your family to safety? Uh, I'm just, uh, I look at things differently. You know, I just, yeah, if it was, should we protect our borders? Yes, we should. Uh, should we allow immigration in? Yes, we should. It should be legal, though, and I don't know how you stop that influence. But, but they want this. If you've not, if you look back, they have wanted this for a while. Uh, it's not last year when Trump was in office, we had a crisis, and they was talking about the Trump putting babies and kids in in cages and all that kind of crap. That was started by the Bushes, Obama. I mean. It was, it was. But see, this stuff has always went on. They just choose to focus on it when they want to. But if you look back at Germany and all those countries, uh, they were having an influx of people from the Middle East. And what were they doing? They were illegally immigrating, overrunning the borders. They all had new backpacks, new Nike backpacks, and all kinds of new stuff that they had, new Nike tennis shoes, all this kind of stuff. And then what they what were they doing? They were coming into Europe and they were raping the European women. They were, you know, 
living like animals out on the streets, you know, just, you know, the uncivilized people. Europe dealt with this, what we're dealing with now a few years ago, when Trump was in office. It, but now, I don't know, you, you can't really say the reason, you know, birds have come home to nest, but they want to they want to bring in people from these other countries and bring them into uh, America and a lot of the Western countries, European countries, because they have destroyed the men. And men don't have any, you know, our men don't have any testosterone. Their testosterone is kaput. It's bottomed out. The crap oh, yeah. the years, the stuff that's in our toothpaste, fluoride, fluoride in our toothpaste, just in their water. It's, it's everywhere. They've, they've destroyed the American male. They've made him feminine and weak. All these trans changes and plays from the mountain. They can't everybody. Well, I'm not saying I'm for everybody. I don't hate nobody. But they've destroyed men. They've destroyed men with chemicals and everything else and estrogen and you know destroyed men's testosterone. And now, in order to have a population that will work and that will keep the, us from having the same kind of issues that has happened in China, you know, with the population decline. And Japan, Japan may be even worse than China, I don't know. Anyway, you, you have those population decline. They have to bring in these men, bring men from other countries in order to uh, spur the population back to growth, to spur it on, to, uh, you know, basically to breed life into it. And, you know, they're doing it. They're doing it. And they're, you know, they can't just come around and say, well, we destroyed everybody. We destroyed the men in our country, so we got to bring in men from other countries. So what I, what I'm, is that America, I agree with, um, with immigration. You know, America's built off of immigration. Everybody in America, besides very native Indians, of course, very native, um, they're, we're all immigrants. We, we've all came from different sources of life. We've all our uh, countries, but America can't sustain this influx of uh, population coming in. And yeah, you're right. America is kind of um, a lot of a lot of the big superpowers back Rome, uh, the Egyptians. A lot they started praising steps, um, uh, and um, they started praising um, uh, transgenderism and all this kind of stuff. That's when their uh, that's when their country fell. Um, you can look. Like the Roman Empire set a, it was set ablaze because of reasons of um, uh, because of the transgender, you know, um, has a big religion thing as well. But, um, but like you said, yes, they are. They are trying to make men weak. The reason why they're trying to make men weak is so um, is so men won't try to take back the country. They a weak man, you know, good times create weak men, right? Weak men create hard times, and um, hard times are coming. It's very obvious. Um, nobody wants to work anymore. People are making too much money off of um, uh, social media. People are making too much money off of, um, um, you know, very haram thing. You know, it's it's very money nowadays. But um, like I said, they they are they are um, hurting the population. They're, they're making harder for lower class families to survive, uh, with 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 the price price of everything skyrocketing and the baby formula skyrocketing. Who can afford to have a child anymore? That that's one reason why uh, they're doing a lot of this is so we stop repopulating. If the um, if people stop repopulating and if people stop um, stop working because they don't want to work because they're making money from the government or they're making money from um, other weak men or other weak women. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's a big circle. Weak people because weak people is not going to be able to fight and take this country back whenever they try to start enforcing uh, their dictatorship ideas. We ought to be careful what we say. Uh, But, uh, you know, I, I agree. I agree. But yeah, the thing is, I lost my train of thought. You ever lose your train of thought? 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what the solution is to the border crisis. I also look at it like this, if being a dad, if I was in a country out where I couldn't have nothing, my family was starving, and I know there was a, a country up, you know, just a few miles away that I could get to, where I can make work and hard and make a better life for my family. Would I not try to get in there any by any means possible? Yeah, oh no, you're you're right. You're right. I agree. A lot of these, a lot of the immigrants coming in, they are trying to support their families. That's for sure. Um, who's to say who's trying to support their families and who's trying to come in and bring uh, a lot of illegal drugs over? Who's trying to bring um, children and sell them? You know what I mean? Like. You can't just let one person in and trust them. You know, you, there's a process for this. There's screenings. There's a testing to take. You know, I, I, I agree with Vivek Ramaswamy on this take, too. I think before someone's allowed to vote, they should have to pass a, um, a U.S. history. Um, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think if people don't even know what our history's like, uh, they, they definitely shouldn't have a say in our political in our political uh, views, you know, they they shouldn't. Um, if somebody doesn't know who the the first United States president is, they should not have the right to vote, in my opinion. Um, I'm concerned with the understanding economics and understanding, uh, you know, you know that's civics. So that 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 goes back with civics. Um, but like I said, civics and American history. Um, it, there's a reason why people need to know history because history repeats itself. And like I said, it with the um, the gender thing, like Rome, Egypt, a lot of these big uh, nations, they fell because the people became too. Um, they they became too. They they became too obsessed with sex and all this other kind of stuff, and it's like we do need the history because history eventually will repeat itself. Well, it's just uh, it's not just the just that aspect it's it's everything it's the overindulgence and everything you know the, the overindulgence and, and and pleasure and and you know not why I mean everybody needs a balance but there is no real balance you pretty much work 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 but when you put aside everything else just so you can enjoy life and you don't have the money to fund that and the, the government is giving you that money, like they built all the coliseums and you know had the gladiators and all that. We had the same thing today with all the NBA, the sports arenas, even UFC, stuff like that. That's stuff I like, too. Uh, but all that, that is modern-day gladiators. They are putting on a show while the country burns to distract us. Yeah, it's... Um... I'm not going to say it's like it's it's cheap entertainment, but like you said, like it, people need a purpose, right? A lot of people, they do get too obsessed. And me, myself, I get obsessed with sports as well. You need to find that purpose, right? The reason why we fall back to these small uh, things that we enjoy, like people, we football, basketball, all these sports, right? We, we're not going out and doing this ourselves, so we like to watch other people succeed in our dreams. Um, but people need to have a sense of purpose. People should have, people should come home happy every day, right? Like the um, males, it's it's at all time high, and it's disgusting to say, and it's sad to say, right? And um, it's the same way in the military. Like people, is more and more every day. It's because they don't have that satisfaction. It's not important anymore. People don't feel important to their family. People don't to anybody, and. Um, People got to, somebody's got to bring back, you know, there has to be something that, that the government can do to make people feel important now. And I think that'd be a good thing for voting. Um, vote for their leaders. If people can actually uh, have a say in, what's, in what gets done, right? Because people don't have a say in anything nowadays. We're, you know. Um, Help men's, men's mental health. Yes, yeah, somebody. Here's what you do. You get rid of no fault of force. You get rid of it. So they just, they have to have a reason to be divorced. They have to have a reason to leave the union. They have, you, somebody had to cheat on somebody else. 
somebody had to be abusive to somebody else, uh, uh, you know, some kind of drug problem, alcohol problem, some kind of addiction problem. That's got to be legitimate and proven, bona fide. You get rid of, you get rid of that stuff. You get rid of, you know, no fault divorce. There's one. Secondly, you start taking all these gov- all the government programs away from these single moms. You start taking them away, and uh, you look okay. Okay, we're not going to pay for little Johnny Jim and Judy to to uh, go to daycare. You're going to have to pay for that yourself if you want that. Well, how am I supposed to get a job? Okay, well, you prove to us that you're working 40 hours a week, and we will pay your daycare. You make it, you don't just let them, you know, you don't, the government just hands out money for people to go uh, to put their kids in daycare when they can't afford it. And that is a good thing as long as they're working, but if they're not working, they don't, you know, they should be getting free daycare just because they fall in that, in that financial bucket. Uh, another thing is, you cut out the, you cut out all the government help. I mean, it's bad to say, and I know it sounds cruel, but I think uh, you or Caleb Warren was talking about this about Vivek Ramasamy or however you say his name. He was for some of this, and I think he's right. You get rid of some of it. Uh, if a woman knows that she's going to be better off by divorcing you, you know, after you know, after she's had a kid or two, you know. Why would she not do that? But she needs- well, here's the thing. Um, the whole I'm not saying this to do with the feminist movement, but um, th- there's a separation between us and uh, today's standard of feminist, right? Today's standard, they believe in women are empowered. They are strong by themselves. They do not need a man. What is a man good for? A man. The only thing a man's good for is paying the bill. Right. If you can pay the bill by yourself, why do you need a man? Uh, that, that something needs to change about that. Women do need. I'm not saying all women, but most women. Right. They're going to leave their husbands because um, they see them as weak or they find somebody else. Or I feel like when men start being men again and start being strong and start standing up for themselves and start building a better future for themselves before they before they get with a woman. I feel like the women are going to start respecting that man more definitely since women, you know, that I'm not saying all women, I feel like most women though, they're going to be, they're going to be more attracted to somebody with a, a, a thicker wallet. Right. And here's the thing. If the woman herself, what does she need a man for? Right. She don't need a man for anything. Right. But that, that's where, that's where a greater purpose comes in. People are separated from the values of, Oh, I need a family. Oh, you know, we need to go to church every Sunday. Oh, we have a happy home. We need to build a home together. You know, we need to have children together and, and wedlock children, right? But here's the thing. When when people start promoting the fact that a woman doesn't need a man or a man doesn't need a woman, right? That's telling these wives, it's telling these husbands, hey, you know, I don't need this person no more. Screw the children. They they can go to one parent. You know, I can pay child support. And I think that's where the biggest problem is nowadays. There there needs to be something set in place to where, like, I don't know that they need to make it harder to get married or they need to um, do a mental health screening <laughs> because I feel like a lot of the people getting divorced nowadays, they had divorced because um, if you truly love somebody, right, you're going to get married to them eventually, right? And love doesn't, and love doesn't just, you know, be going on. It's either the man's abusive, like you said, but I'm not saying they have to be. Um, something needs to be done about the feminist, um, this feminist movement, though, uh, promoting that women are, th- that women don't need men, because that's that's just setting a bad view. Because without a man, you know, even even in a scary world like today, right. You yourself might not need might not need a man, but eventually somebody's gonna need a man because a lot of these separated household, you know, a child's in a separate household, right? They're not gonna get the love and nurturing from their mother. They're not gonna get the the broad mindset, the strong mindset from their father. And that's what's wrong with this world today. That's why a lot of people are so weak. That's why men's testosterone is are at the lowest it's ever been. 
And it's just because people are weak nowadays. They're trying to switch the roles. They're trying to make women strong and men weak. I'm not saying women have always been weak. Women have always been strong in their own ways. But like I said, it takes two to make, you know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. How much time do you have left? Um, I can keep going for a good 20 minutes. I, I, I see your point there, but, you know, it's two-sided now. We have the whole MGTOW movement, you know, men going their own way. They don't need women. They're just swearing off women. They're swearing off American women. Swearing off Western women. Some of them are, you know, trying to uh, uh, laws from other countries and you know, women that will stick around with more values, more family values. If you look at while it is true to make, you can, certain individuals can do well in this life, single, if they are high enough income earners. Majority of people fall into the average income ratio. Most yep. Americans fall into the average income ratio. 40,000 a year. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's hard to make a living and have anything and have a really good life, just one person. You, the two people do a lot better kind of, you know, they, they work together and try. And, uh, I, I agree. I agree with getting rid of the no fault of force, right? But here's the thing. I think it's too easy to cheat nowadays, and that's the biggest problem with the world. I feel like it's, um, you know, nobody should support a cheater. And that's what's wrong with this world. The world supports cheating. They they support cheating on your spouse. They su- you know, they support um, leaving your husband. You know, you're strong. You're brave. You don't need this man. You know what I mean? You don't need this woman. Blah 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 blah. I think there needs to be a penalty for both sides if a divorce comes. It's not a good reason. Let's say husband's abusive, right? I'd say uh, there needs to be some sort of repercussion. Uh, Mostly jail time for something like that. But um, like you said, I feel like there needs to be some. The government needs to stop supporting these single mothers when they decide to leave their husband when there's nothing wrong. Now, if he's beating her, I understand the government giving the wife some sort of support, right? Won't provide. But if, there's, 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 there's legitimate reasons there for divorce. There are legitimate reasons, you know. Uh, Adultery, uh, a drug addict, or something, addicted to something, and won't work and provide for his family. But, there, but there's got to be a legitimate reason. They got to show proof. And I agree. I don't think there'll be a fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe a fine them. Uh, fine yep. them fifty thousand. Fine them fifty thousand dollars if they want to lose their want to lose their marriage. Put that money in an account and use that money for set aside for those kids if they have kids. You see what I'm saying? Put that money aside. Yeah. And instead of the government with welfare, the government supports, you know, the government trickles that money back to her over the lifetime of those children or over the, can, the raising of those children. And I can see where, like, poor decide to sustain an unhappy marriage for reasons like this, in which nobody wants to be in an unhappy marriage, right? But but I agree with what you're saying. It, most of the time, most of these women just want to get divorced, or these husbands want to get divorced. Um, you know, over over the feminist movement, over oh, I need uh, I'm not satisfied by my wife anymore. I need to go find another woman. Um, reasons like that, you should be fine. But like you said, if if the woman's getting abused, if the husband's getting the you know getting abused, something needs to be done. You said a fine would be uh, the best way of doing this. Just allowing um, somebody to walk away with money—that's um, that's not working anymore. You know what I mean? I think both sides need to be penalized, um, and the children. You know, I think the children should gain from this. Like you said, not the um, woman. The man. The, the, if there's if the children in the union, not the man or the woman doesn't need to be the one winning. The, the children are the ones losing. They need to be yep. protected. I agree. But deserve to be protected in a divorce, in my opinion. <clears throat> Unless, like you said, abuse or uh, something bad's going on, like the husband's not providing for the family. Um, it's. Uh,
sport in general is stupid, right? Um, you know, you, you, you look at you look at the free countries like Canada. Doctors are not um, they're not getting the correct training. They're not going to school long enough because they're not making enough money because the hospitals can't charge nothing for them working. You know what I mean? So it's like government assistance. Not it's not what's going to help America. I think the best thing for Americans is they need to separate um, uh, corporations from the government. I think the government should not be able to touch the person's pocket without reasoning. Uh, like like I said, tax. You know, taxation is fraud. Theft. It's um, they're stealing from the American pockets. Where money's going, right? If they have a good reason to tax us, to build roads, to build schools, to build infrastructure, you know, but um, I think we just need to take away all government support from the people. Um, not not like Social Security, right? Because you're paying into that yourself. Um, not to your 401ks, not, you know, not to all this other stuff, but yeah. Um, uh, welfare, we food stamps, all these, all these government-assisted uh, handouts. Something needs to be done about this because, like you said, it's it's going to hurt us in the long run. I think that uh, I think that the government can run a program with healthcare because healthcare is too outrageous. Uh, I think I think that is something that needs to be done. I think that needs to be. I don't. A free market enterprise is what's best. We do not want socialized medicine here in America. That's not what I'm saying at all. And we we've gotten pretty close to that with Obamacare, and it sucks. But what I'm saying is, you can go to Mexico and get drugs off the street. I'm not talking about like heroin or anything like that. I'm talking about like prescription drugs, you know, pretty much off the street for like, you know, pennies on the dollar. You can appear in the same medicine will cost you $50 a pill or, you know, two or three dollars a month. Yeah, because there's a fee, there's a fee between hand-to-hand contact, right? Let's say, you know, somebody, somebody produces this product, you know, they got to get some sort of a sum so they can keep their company going. And then they sell it to this company company has to make a product they sell it to another company and eventually it's going to get to the hospitals eventually it's going to get into your pocket right if they the um the hand-to-hand the hand-to-hand contact of oh uh it leaves like the, the the best way to lower the prices on some of these vaccines and some of these uh mandatory medical uh, procedures and stuff like this um like insulin uh, like diabetes, insulin. I feel like the best way to do something like this is just go to the supplier, right? Go to the supplier. If 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 you're just handing, um, they're eventually going to, you know, they they gotta make a profit, right? So that's what's happening. That's the reason why everything's costing so much. It's that third party in there, that third party between the transaction, and that's what's causing. Like you said, you can go to a you can go to a dealer on the side of the street in Mexico and get insulin for you know cheap or like testosterone. You can go to Thailand, pick up a bottle of testosterone, uh, forty bucks probably, thirty bucks, very very cheap. And um, here in America, you know you could spend a hundred dollars hundred dollars a month for a vial or something. You know what I mean? For very small doses and. Um, it's because it's passing between those third-party companies. It's because it's going from one hand to the other. If, if we just went straight to the source, but that's that's the problem. That's the problem. America won't uh, – these these big corporations, they won't go straight to the source because a lot of these straight-to-the-sources, they're unhumane, right? right. They're not vegan. Uh, they're not uh, – the, the, a lot of these, these main sources, they don't care about child labor laws. They don't care about um, – Oh, is it eventually while well, it's going through the third party? That's when it gets FDA approved. That's when it's get uh, oh yeah, there's no child 
endangered uh, in the creating of the substance and all this kind of stuff is like but if you're worried about child labor you won't eat chocolate again well you, well, you won't wear tennis shoes either there's more child slavery right now in the world than probably there was you know, in the United States before the Civil War, but we don't talk about that. The smallest amount of slaves uh, compared to other countries that we eat. Uh, I, I was watching uh, Jeffrey Lee Peterson. Uh, he was talking about his ancestors. Slavery, slavery is bad in every case, but yeah, you know the, the the American slave problem. It was not the worst in history, that's for sure. That's well, for sure. Bad, whatever it was, but we ain't gonna solve all the world's problems tonight. But it, hey, it's good talking to you. I love you, buddy. Good talking, man. I'm down for it. Uh, I'm down to do it again sometime. I love I love talking to you about these uh about these things. It's just good to talk to you, and hopefully next time, Kev can do it with us. Well, we'll be in basic training next time. Uh, that's true as well. That's true. Well done. Thank you. Uh, you have a great night. And um, uh, ready to come home, Rick. I'll be coming home eventually. And um, maybe we can do one live. There you go. Hopefully I'll be down there soon. I don't know. I'm putting in bids every day for a job for a for step in Texas. So. We'll see. Yep. Maybe September 29th for Kevin. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. I wish I was there for yours. I, I hate that. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. Anyway, Dad, it's been good talking to you. You have a great night. Hey, you too, buddy. Bye. Bye.